Welcome to a new podcast called Nelam. Nelam is the name of the lady that is on the other end of Studio Link and is doing this podcast together with me. Welcome, Nelam. Thank you for thank you. It's my first podcast ever, so I really thank you for doing this with me. It will be a nice experience, I bet. Yes, I'm sure it would. <laughs> so, Nilam, um, please tell us what are we doing here? Why why are we doing this? Who are you, and um, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so I think like um, you said. Um, where I am, I am here in Munich right now. I am in Germany. And uh, last month I was in India. So I have moved here. And um, I'm just starting my um, new life, I would say, trying to explore and see how things are in a different country. And being in India for uh, about 28 years, and you know here it's 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 a very good experience and i'm i just don't regret thinking of coming here and i am here uh, to look for um new job opportunities i am looking i don't have uh, a job yet so i am trying to find um what is there for me here and along with my career um exploration i am looking to see um, how I can focus on myself, how I can, how, uh, I mean, how life is, how life is different here in a different country. And I'm just excited to see how I can go about with it. And yeah, and my name, Neelam, and I think since you know it, most of them call me Blue Sapphire, because that, that's the name of a stone, name of the gem, which is called Blue Sapphire. And in my free time, I like to read the dictionary because I like improving my vocabulary. And I'm also um, thinking of adopting uh, my old hobby, which was reading. So I've started reading now. And yeah, that's all about myself. Wow, nice. Have you ever been to Europe before? I beg your pardon? Have you ever been to Europe before? Oh, no, it's my first time. No. So you have never been to Europe uh, and you just decided to move and to go there. Yes. That's very brave. So, <laughs> well, it is, you know, like when I was growing, you know, when I was in college, I always thought maybe, you know, one day I will go to a different country because my parents wanted me to study and pursue masters, you know, either from the, uh, from the uh, university in the US or maybe somewhere in Australia. But at that time, I wasn't really ready. And to and to be honest, I really, I really wasn't interested, you know, to do masters or study at that time. So it, it was just at the back of my head, I never really pondered upon it. And, um, you know, in the time when 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 COVID started, um, I had a lot of alone time. And that's when I thought, you know, that it's it's good to explore and international experience is something I, I i wanted to give a try and uh, again i was not very confident because i had many things on my plate at that time but yes one good thing that i really did was i started learning the german language because i was watching one uh, netflix series and that really 
really attracted me to the language and i thought um if nothing i will start with learning the language and so, so from from covid which is 2020 i started learning german and that was just you know whatever i can find on the youtube or maybe on few apps that you get and i didn't join a proper class as such but yes my my progress or my struggle started uh, from there and as i was learning the language i believed it was important to also know what the country is the culture and what else i can get from this country so i was really happy to see that um the culture is different and it's it's something i would really fit into and also when you come uh, if you see about job um perspective i did see there were many opportunities in this field so i thought of you know taking that step and and i and because i was very too comfortable in my position in my previous um role and i really had to challenge myself because i i i wanted to come out and see i think it's important you know that you should know what your um, that you can go like what level as a person you know you can reach and it's i thought i should challenge myself because there i was i, I there was no the way to know if i could you know achieve this so i took a risk and i wanted to see if i can go ahead and how how far i go and so here i am in this new year trying to figure out and just explore everything and exploring myself further in this new country which netflix series was it that is responsible for your idea <laughs> Well, it was dark. I don't know if you've heard of it or if you've seen it, but I like I like dark. Yeah, I watched it many uh, times. It has three seasons. I don't know if you've seen it though. No, no, I don't know. Oh, you haven't. Oh, it's it's nice. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you used to live in India all your life, and you're married. You live with your in-laws. How did they pick up the message that you want to move and? go out of your comfort zone yeah so i i i got married in the year 2021 and uh it was during the covid time this i think wave 2 was out and may is when i got married and so from may till november around 5 to 6 months i lived with my in-laws and um i wasn't really sure how they would take this but I'm so happy that I've got a very supportive husband and very supportive in-laws and you know in India usually married women don't get this opportunity because you know you have to think about everything and I'm glad that my husband wanted me to go and try and he said you can do what makes you happy and you know and if you go anywhere I'm going to come so I will be here to support you uh, because it's important that if one is doing something the other should stay back and you know he has just been my backbone since then and it 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 wasn't easy of course for us but i'm happy that you know all the things that i expected they went like way better than i expected and everything has happened really smooth since then so i'm just happy that i have all these things you know go my way and then all the preparation work started um how much paperwork was there Oh my god, don't ask. So, you know, exactly. I mean, um a year ago on this day, I had filled um the form for job seeker. 
So, um, and, and because of the COVID time, um, many things, they had still not opened uh, the other forms. So we, the first step was to fill up the form. And we were, I think I was on the waiting list for about four months. And then in the month of May, uh, April or May, I think May end, um, we got the chance, you know, to pick up the date for the interview. So we have to choose um, the, the embassy that is closer to our state. And the closer one for me was Mumbai. So I chose that. And we had to, you know, your, your documents had to be your identification and your all your school certificates, your mark sheets. And if you're married, your marriage certificate and your husband's birth certificate. So, so much of document, a lot of paperwork rather. And we had to also, you know, um, consider about the insurance because as part of the checklist, you had to have all these documents before you go for the interview at the embassy. So yeah, all, all these things were required and we had to show um, the reason we want to move and um, what is our take, what, what are we doing about the language and you know how, how serious you are and what really motivated us to move to this country. Okay, wow. And then, then there was, I guess, a second interview or more paperwork after? <laughs> yeah, so that was the first, I mean, that was just, I think that was, I mean, the, the major paperwork was just that first interview. Then the second, uh, we didn't really have the second interview. After you give your paperwork, if they need anything, um, you know, if they want to verify something, they will send you an email. And so the time, the estimated time was told uh, was about three months for me to get the visa. But, you know, like I said, many things happened like way, way above my expectation. And I got my visa within 20 days. And I, I don't know if I really was the first one to get it. But yes, I think I was because people I knew who were, who had applied, they all got it after two and a half months or more than three months. Well, that so, sounds very impressive. 20 days. Yeah, yeah, my my process, it just took 20 days. I think within the 25th day, I had the visa stamp on my passport. So I was really <laughs> maybe lucky, I can say in that case. But yeah, so I was you no. Know, so I thought maybe what I'm doing, it, it it's, it's going that way. So you know, it did motivate me. <laughs> and then it was just waiting or anything else happened? No. So um, when I got the visa, we had to tell them the date, you know, then I'm when I'm going to arrive in Germany. Mm -hmm. So because uh, and what happened was because I thought it's going to take three months for the visa process, I chose my travel dates in such a way because I had to also complete the notice period in my my current organization then. So uh, and plus looking at how the job markets would be and because in um, December and November end, you know, when it's it's all quiet and you don't really have many openings and people are on leave in Germany during Christmas time, uh, Christmas times, I chose I chose to travel in January. So to begin the new year, and I'm glad I did that because I see I, I am getting um, more responses now. And yeah, so basically after, after I believe, uh, after I got the visa, I traveled after two and a half months, yeah. So what did you pack in, in, into your suitcases? You come from what temperature to minus something mm -hmm. and arrive here? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I mean, it, I think the packing, it, it just took me so many days and I just didn't know at the last minute, what shall I take? Because everything was just up and down and I was thinking everything is important. And you know, so many people gifted me so many things and I had to leave some of them at home. So I'm really feeling bad, I couldn't carry them with me. But yeah, obviously when I, um, because the temperature in India is, always i think above 20 and in, in pune especially it's 20 22 that's like the, that's our winter and you know I, i'm always feeling cold even in that temperature so i was like i know i'm going to i will rather die if you know i come in the negative temperature here but yes so i i, I did carry some of the jackets and <laughs> thermals like people advise and um the <laughs> basic clothes but yes i did hear from a lot of indian friends who are here uh, to carry a pressure cooker because pressure cooker is not very common here. And, you know, we Indians, we like to cook dal and meat and rice in pressure cookers. So I did take their advice and I got a pressure cooker. And um, that's it. I'm sure the other things, I knew that we would get it here in so many supermarkets. So pressure cooker is one thing that was on my list and it was the first thing I packed in my bag, honestly. And uh, my mother-in-law and my mother, they wanted me, you know, to not miss India. So they gave me uh, all the spices, you know, the masalas and um, uh, the dals, the lentils from our village. So I got them here so that I, I don't miss Indian food. That's, that's awesome. I think... <laughs> that what you can cook yourself is always better than what you can get in a restaurant for example and you arrived in yeah. berlin not in munich though yes yes i i, I chose berlin um and i moved uh to berlin on the 5th i reached berlin on the 5th of january this year and today i'm here because i had some work in munich so that's why i'm here <laughs> how is munich compared to berlin Oh no, I'm not liking it to be honest. And um, I remember having this conversation now with you, and you told me that you know you might not like Munich, and I think I don't really like it that much. But yes, I mean uh, the transport system, everything is the same. But you know, Berlin felt more comfortable. I think because I spent more time there. Uh, but I, I still would choose Berlin, and you know, it's it just makes you feel nice there, <laughs> comparatively. And do, With, um, do you have yeah. any problems understanding people in Munich? Not understanding, but you know, just just the, I think maybe because I arrived in the evening and you know, it's always dark uh, around four, and maybe that's why I was a little depressed. Maybe I expected more, and it was very cold when I arrived here yesterday, like very very cold, and um, uh, you know, comparatively, uh, the size of the trams. They're, they're smaller than the ones in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. And even the buses, you know. And in, in Berlin, even the bus stops, they have this small shed kind of thingy. But here in Berlin, only the train stops have that. So I just miss all, all those things, you know. The convenience of getting few things. But I think it's okay. <laughs> no complaints, you know. You can, you but can yeah, already definitely... say, ich bin ein Berliner. Or in your case, ich bin eine Berlinerin. Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> but I know, uh, but it's good that I got a chance, of course, to come to Munich. Otherwise, I don't think I would travel to Munich had it not been this. 
this time but yeah yeah especially not in the winter i mean when you <laughs> when you travel you go in spring or summer maybe autumn even but during mm -hmm. winter it's everything is strange like you said the sun sets early while as today the sun set two minutes later than yesterday yay we are getting there oh. <laughs> march is coming yeah I remember someone told me that, you know, I think after the 15th or 17th of January, the days get better, maybe, um, you know, I think you, because it's, it's, it's just, it was sunny most of the days in Berlin. So he told me, you know, it's not going to be very depressing now. So I think maybe he's right. <laughs> Nothing compared to Norway or Finland. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was the first German yeah. food you had in Berlin? German food? Okay, so I did, uh, I think I, German food. Okay, let me think. Yeah, I did try the currywurst, but I don't know if I tried the correct one because he told me to try something. <laughs> but yeah, I did try it. And I didn't like it that much because, you know, it's, it's not, not a very common um, food for me and yeah but it was good and i also tried um i tried a few turkish dishes and not yeah i think you've heard of baklava so i, I tried yeah. that with the dessert and the turkish tea it was really nice i know it's weird that you know in in germany i'm trying the turkish dishes but yeah you must have heard of donors so it's very common here Hey, the, the, the Döner Kebab was invented in Berlin, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's so many Döner Kebabs here. And yes, I did read that I think 95% of, you know, the Germans have Döners every day. So, on every, I think, most of the stops, if you see, if you get out, you will see a Döner Kebab place. So, yeah. There are many some pretty good ones in Berlin, like uh, on charcoal and they must be very good not the cheap ass ones though they seem okay. to be pretty pricey some of them even mix their own meat and prepare it completely themselves maybe you find something on reddit there is a berlin community on reddit as far as i know okay okay I'll check that out. I'm still to explore many things, you know. <laughs> so yes, I will definitely try this. And for the rest of the time you have been cooking for yourself? Oh, yes, yes. I cook. So sometimes I make chicken pulao. Sometimes I make chicken curry or I'll make some dal. Then um, sometimes I order. And uh, that day I tried... Oh, I didn't tell you. So I I, I ordered um, Indian food, uh, uh -huh. I think more than two times. And I, I was really surprised. I didn't expect it to be that good. But it was good, the butter chicken. It, 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 it was the same the way we have in India. So it was nice. <laughs> and I also ordered the butter, um, I mean, the chicken biryani. It was not so spicy and it didn't have that much masala. But it was good. Like, you know, I can't really complain because the rice was really cooked well and chicken was good as well <laughs> i think it's these the spices of... are adjusted to the european tongue yeah i think so maybe maybe that's why and then the other day i ordered indian food again and it was really good i tried the chicken vindaloo it was very nice i, I didn't expect it to be so good here 
So yeah, you need to come to Prague. We have a very not just one. We have several very good Indians here as well. Oh, then right. you can compare between Prague and <laughs> Berlin. Yeah, sure. Cool. So you had a very exciting, very exciting time so far. Is there anything that that comes up to your mind that is so much differently in Europe from India? Well, I would definitely say the transport system, because I don't know if you've been to India, but you know it's it's very different than what we than what I've seen here, and it's it's very organized and it's more than organized. You know the frequency and the the convenience of getting maybe a train or tram or a bus, it's so it's 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 way better I think, and it's very smooth. And it's easy to understand. I think you don't really have to, you know, uh, struggle uh, to find that direction. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a day or two, you know, just to understand where, you know, the where the bus stop, like what is the, um, yeah, where the bus stops or from where you have to really board another bus or maybe a tram. But otherwise, apart from that, it's very easy to travel to other cities. And I would definitely say the transport system, it's, it's, very good and in india it's 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 good but you know it's not so organized and apart from that um you don't have you know um i think you're in berlin you have a timetable that you know the transport system follows but in india it's it's not really followed all the time so this one thing is was very good when i arrived here and the second good best thing that I really liked about Berlin or Germany would rather be that the people are really nice. And, you know, when before I came, I didn't really um, think that and many people told me that, you know, it's, it's <laughs> you might really not find people who will talk. But I really got found with really great people. My landlords are really nice. My roommate is good, though she's an Indian. And the people, you know, when you travel, when you go to shops, and the best thing is that they always greet you, even if they don't know you. And that's really good, you know, that you always exchange pleasantries. And that's something I really liked. And I really, yeah, that I saw and they do it with everybody, you know, not just with Germans, but also with other people, you know, from the different countries. So I really like that part. You don't really see this very often. Anything that disappointed you? <laughs> oh no nothing nothing so far really yes oh yeah i do a little bit about the accommodation system in berlin it's it's uh, not really good i mean i can't say good but you know it's not easy i think one might really find a job one might really get married but he might really have a difficulty in getting a house here and uh, i did struggle in that way because um i'm looking for an apartment now and one of my friend is also looking and we're still looking because it's not very easy to get because you have so many things you know to show and the viewing appointments and it's 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 just a very big struggle that's the only thing i didn't like here that's about the accommodation part yeah yeah that's what many people report about berlin yeah <laughs> But maybe sooner or later you can find something in the outskirts that's kind of easier. But of course, um, overall, then a little bit more expensive with all that travel. And if, if you don't need to travel, maybe 
it would it will be even cheaper <laughs> yes i think the outskirts i think probably i will definitely find something but yeah uh, but there are many apps and you know now i think i'm getting good responses and you know because if you have good connections and since i met few people uh, i i am getting there and i did go and you know see few apartments so yeah it's it's been a good progress so yeah i mean now. you definitely want to live somewhere in the city right when you live in berlin you don't really want to live in the outskirts Actually, I that's what I said initially, but you know now after living where I am, I live in Kyopnik. It's nice. I don't think I want to leave that place, though it's in the outskirts, so it's good. I think on weekends I can travel to the city life. I mean, the city so I can see the city life and things. But I think I would still like to live in the outskirts. <laughs> yeah, Kyopnik is pretty quiet, and uh, I think you have public transport even during night to go back home. So if you decide to go out during the week. It's always possible to, to use public transport to go home, right? Yes, yes. So, you know, it's it's quiet, but it's very safe. And I realized that later. So that's why it, it's really been nice living there because sometimes uh, I do come at night after 10, 11, and it's pretty good. You know, it's just it's quiet. So I was a little afraid at the, at the start, but it's been good after that. I mean, you know, there are like so many houses and I've always liked, you know, row houses, individual houses. And I'm happy to get one, you know, to, to do, live there. And it's like always, it's so peaceful in the mornings. It's so beautiful. It's so pretty. So I don't want to miss that. Yeah, yeah. Some some nature around you. Is yeah. there a park close by? There's no park. Uh, there's no park, though. But, you know, but there, there are all trees. And it's like, it looks like a, like a mini forest, though, behind my house. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> I did see it the other day. So I didn't realize, oh, that even this exists, you know, at the back of my house. So, yeah, I did. Wow, cool. I I feel like I've, I, I, <laughs> I'm experiencing all that with you. <laughs> oh, wait for my pictures. <laughs> yeah, pictures in the podcast won't work, so you, you need to describe all of that. And I'm looking forward <laughs> to an update in uh, two weeks, I, I'd say, right? Yes, yes. It was really great. And I'm feeling so good. I remember, like you said, you know, maybe I should start blogging and all that. But you know, like I said, I always liked reading. And I always also, uh, I used to write when I was in college, you know, small poems and stuff. So I'm thinking of writing all these things, you know, my experiences here in Berlin. So I'm going to start writing something. And maybe I'll share it soon now. Cool. <laughs> with everybody. Yeah, we can then put the link into the podcast description. <laughs> oh, I still have time for that, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good in writing, but yes. Yeah, I know I, I asked you about vlogging, and uh, I know that vlogging is very difficult. You need to start somewhere, and even when you start, you need to make sure your phone is in airplane mode. Otherwise, exactly while yeah. you are recording, someone will call you. And then you don't forget uh, and transferring all the data to your laptop and uploading to YouTube. And it's a hassle. So I thought, why not just do a podcast? It's way easier. Yes. This is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. You're welcome. I'm looking forward um, to, to an update. So thank you very much for this uh, call. And let's talk again in two weeks then.
Yes, thank you for it. And yes, we will catch up soon. And Happy thanks for listening. <laughs> bye bye, Neelam. Yeah, bye bye.